0: And, and we're, we're
1: back!
0: <laughs> you laugh, but I might put that on the beginning. No! Yeah. yeah! See, let you drop the fucking C-bomb this week. Yeah, Google, you can. Ah! Okay, that's right. twice! <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm going to play the opening to your mum. Hello! Hello. And welcome to this week's episode of uh, Darren and Matt's 80s Adventure. Yeah, uh, Darren and Matt's 80s Adventure, who knew? <laughs> <laughs> episode 44?
1: Yes. Yes, 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 is, yes. 2-1
2: yeah. in the quiz to you at the moment, isn't it? So yeah, 44. That's right, we're 44. And this is where it becomes 3-1 on the quiz later tonight. Uh, oh, is it? Oh, <laughs> okay. Laying the corner down nice and early. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Matthew. And my name is Darren. And uh, tonight we are looking at... Romancing, Romancing the Stone. 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. 1984's movie mm. with, uh, help me out here, Michael Douglas. <laughs> Michael Douglas and <laughs> Kathleen Turner and a little bit of Danny DeVito. Um, we're going to be looking at uh, this film tonight. So uh, hopefully you'll come along on the journey. Yeah. yeah. Exciting times. Yeah, huh?
2: Yeah. <laughs> So, would would you like to hear some facts about 1984, Darren? No, I'm bored of the facts. All right, then. Oh, go on, then. (laughs) All right, some of the facts of 1984. (laughs) We'll turn it into a song from now on. (laughs) Uh, So, something changed over here educationally in 1984. We went uh, from the O-Level and oh, CSE okay. exams to GCSEs. Was that 84? Mm-hmm. I didn't realise it was that early. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, hang on. It's announced. Uh, uh, oh, oh, it's right. announced. Okay. It's okay. announced. There we go. And then the course is beginning in 86. So, wow. That's crazy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> a bit more plug-in. Come on, give us some fucking royalties, yeah. boys. Um, uh, also, across the pond, uh, in America, there was uh, a baseball game. Mm that uh, it was the longest game in Major League Baseball history, right? Guess how long?
0: Well, I mean, if it's anything like the fucking football games, the thing probably went on for like four days, but they played for seven minutes. I don't
2: know. It lasted eight hours and six minutes uh, and had to be spread across two days. I know, it's crazy, right? (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) Crazy. Also, in 1984... There was 24 million people tuned in to watch something sporting across
0: here. 84. Are we talking like wintery?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Are we talking like Bolero-y?
2: Very Bellero yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Torval and Dean. Yeah. And they've been coasting off it ever since. So <laughs> Fair play, though. 24 million people watched Torval and Dean win... Torval and Dean? Who? Torval and <laughs> <Dean> <laughs> win gold <laughs> at the 84 Winter Olympics. Nice. In... Uh, Calgary, I'm guessing. Uh, I, th- no? uh, I don't
0: know. I thought it was Sarajevo. No, hang on. Calgary was cool running. When was... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Sarajevo, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. You right knew it was Bolero, time. though, so that's yes, well did. done. Ravielli's Boleriere. Uh,
2: and now, have you heard of the name Telstar?
0: Uh, as in the satellite?
2: Yeah, well, the, the pirate television station. Right, Telstar okay. TV, the UK's first pirate television station, goes on air in Birmingham oh, in 1984. Yeah. Okay. So it broadcast for about eight weeks on the BBC2 transmitter. Well, well, they're not using it overnight. Yeah. (laughs) No, well, this is it. uh, Yeah, it went unnoticed for several weeks, apparently. Wow.
0: I remember when I was a kid, I say kid, probably about 10 or 11, Mm. when uh, everything used to shut down at about midnight. Right. I remember, it was either TSW or Westwood at the time, I can't remember, but a bunch of students in Plymouth took over their, like, transponder signal, whatever, after they shut down, and just broadcast porn.
2: No. (laughs)
0: Yeah, how cool was that? How did
2: you manage to do that? I I mean, Uh, how did what? (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic! Uh, And finally, on the twenty seventh of March, which is uh, my birthday, my sixth birthday. Your birthday, in March? You should have fucking made it. Yeah, all right. So, (laughs) on my sixth birthday, Starlight Express opened at the Apollo Theatre. Great, great. Well, that was awkward. (laughs) Yeah. So those are, those are the facts for 1984 Nice, nice I would say it's going to the charts But I'm a bit bored of them Ooh, what a pitch <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear the charts "Romancing the Stone
0: had its premiere On the 24th of March 1984 And received its general release On the 30th of March And so this week we are looking at The UK Top 10 for the week Commencing the 25th of March 1984 At number ten, falling six places from last week's number four, it's a double A side from Cool and the Gang, Joanna and Tonight. At number nine, rising a massive 20 places from last week's 29, it's Depeche Mode and People Are People. And at number eight, falling five places, it's Break Machine and Street Dance. At number seven, up from last week's 22, it's Shaking Stevens and A Love Worth Waiting For. And up from number 9 to this week's number 6, it's Sade and Your Love is King. Into the top 5, it's Phil Fearin and Galaxy and What Do I Do? And at number 4 this week, up from last week's 14, it's Culture Club and It's a Miracle. Into the top 3, it's Banana Bananarama and Robert De Niro's Waiting. Last week's number 5 is this week's number 2, it's The Weather Girls and It's Raining Men. And it's a non-mover at number one for Lionel Richie and hello. And that was the UK Top 10 for the week commencing the 25th of March,
2: 1984. Funny enough, around that time, Starlight Express opened. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. Well, that's an interesting chart, isn't it? Mm, yeah.
0: Lionel
2: Richie T at number one. Yeah, got to love a bit of Lionel Richie. <laughs> love him. <laughs> Uh, also, Banana Bananarama, though. I love that song. Yeah.
0: It's, I mean, it's, it's a pretty good top ten, actually. You know, People are People, Depeche Mode, Bit of Shaky, Bit of Sade.
2: <laughs> bit of Shaky, Bit, bit of, of Sade. It sounds like you're ordering it Nando's. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a bit of Shaky, a bit of Sade, please? A yeah, b- yeah. b- b- bit Shaky on it. <laughs> and The Weather
0: Girls, but we can't have everything. You really don't like that song, do you? Oh, I guess I'm on my fucking t- It t- is very repetitive. Yes, that and is. I will survive. Oh. 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 And uh, Ghosts want to have fun. Get rid of them. They Should be banned from karaoke for a start, absolutely. Do you know that's probably why we hate it? It <laughs> could be because
1: be. we've probably heard those songs those a million bad times.
0: Memories. Uh, funny enough, just outside the top 10 at number 14 is the music of Torvald and Dean. Oh, <laughs> See, it all ties in. People think we just throw this together. Yeah, we don't throw this together, <laughs> nah. we work for months on each episode. <laughs> Honest, gov. Yeah. Uh, anyway, at number eleven is Nano ninety nine Red Balloons. At number twelve, Nick Kershaw. Wouldn't it be good? Hey, now that should be at number one. I agree. I agree.
2: New at thirteen. he make number one? Sorry, just just uh, yeah, la, 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 la. number four was uh, its highest position. Oh boo! Shame on you, British public. There's in time, no time. time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> New at thirteen is Thompson Twins. And you take me up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake. 15, ub 40 and Cherry Baby. 16, Jump Van Halen. 20, PYT, Michael Jackson. 21, Relax, Frankie Goes to Hollywood. What a week to be alive this, Darren. Lucky start, 27 from Madonna. Ain't Nobody at 37 for Rufus and Chaka Khan. Yeah. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Chaka
2: Khan. Oh, and at 46, Jesse's Girl from Rick Springfield. What a fucking tune that is. an awesome tune. I could never have told you it was by Rick Springfield. (laughs) Rick Springfield. Well, there we go. That's the top 10 for that week. That's a nice top ten. Yeah, not bad at all. Right, so it's, it's challenge time, isn't it, Darren? I believe so. Let's do it. Just join us, or you're coming back to us. I oh, will explain again. Darren has a challenge to link last week's film to this week's film in a certain amount of steps. Um, that's pretty much it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, how many steps are you on? Uh, this week's was three steps. Okay, so we count down five, four, three until Darren can't get it, or you know, we get to one. Yep. So you have three steps in order to move from last week's film, which was over the top, it was, to this week's film, which is romancing Romance the. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could expect you to forget last week's film. because yeah, I, I know, don't right? Do. Like so, you know. <laughs> so you have three steps to get from last week's film, which is over the top, to this week's film, Romancing the Stone. Can it be done? Let's find out. As we know, as Matt said, last week's film was over the top. And uh, the star of Over the Top
0: was Sylvester Stallone. So we are going to start with Mr. Stallone this week. So step one. Sylvester Stallone was in Expendables 2 with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Step two. Arnold Schwarzenegger was in *Twins* with Danny DeVito, and step three, Danny DeVito was one of the stars of *Romancing the Stone*.
2: And that was a three-step challenge. Boom! Mic drop. Walk away. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: nice. Yeah. Excellent. Sweet. Yeah. Was that relatively easy this week?
0: Yeah. It took a, just just a few minutes of thought. I didn't have to look at anything. Just took you a few minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wasn't sure which expendables he was in or not. Was it number two? Was it? Well, it only wasn't number one.
2: Oh, mm. I thought he sort of cameoed in one and maybe had a little. little... Well,
0: possibly. I don't, I don't know. Have you watched them? I got about halfway through the first one because I really wanted to love it and didn't. So
2: oh, to... that's a shame. Mm. I think I think they could have been better.
0: Right, but I think maybe going back now with a sort of more of an eighties mindset, maybe <laughs> yeah, I could enjoy them more.
2: Yeah, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Let's Who knows? do it sometime.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: So there we go. That's the challenge. Next week, two steps. Whatever next week's film's going to be.
2: Who knows? Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, we do, and I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do it, but there we go. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> uh, thanks, mate. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, Romancing the Stone, 1984,
2: initial reactions. I'll be honest, I was a little worried going into this because right. I, I, yeah, sometimes people say, oh, what's your film this week? And I, I said, yeah, you know, Romance in Stone. And some people were like, oh yeah, it's great. And some people were like, oh, that's not held up well or something mm. like that. Um, so I, I was expecting it to be a lot worse than it is. But right. I had a relatively decent time with it. Okay, it was, it was all right. It wasn't, it wasn't amazing. Mm-hmm. I think you can definitely see Zemeckis. Yeah, I, I, I just, I enjoyed it. It wasn't, it wasn't overly long. It was um, <laughs> by ten minutes, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had a a pretty decent time with it. I think it it could be tightened up. I I think there was probably a lot of of stuff that they would change now going back to it. But yeah, it's all right. Good. What about yourself? Pretty much the same.
0: Uh, I I think uh, I may have only seen this film once or twice before. A long time ago, definitely not this century, which makes it sound really old, but uh, it's the truth. Uh, So I wasn't sure what to expect. And to be fair, I didn't remember a lot of it. So that that was good. But some bits worked well. Others Hmm. were not so well. Let's put it that way. They, but yeah, they I expected
2: did. it to bomb, didn't they? They completely yes. thought it yeah. was going to bomb.
0: Yeah, and they went back and re edited a lot, didn't they? And re re-shot a few things and changed.
2: It, it works
0: okay. Yeah, I'm a bit torn. It's not the worst film I've ever seen and it's definitely not the best film I've ever seen. There were nice so. moments.
2: There were some good moments, yeah. I think.
0: Yeah. That is, that I think the, the cast are likeable. Mm-hmm. If not
2: fully explored and explained. Mm, yeah, we'll get to that later because yes. I've got a real problem with one of the characters. Ooh. A real problem. Cool. Well, we'll yeah. find out later then, shall we? Well, Ooh. let's not
0: fanny around. Let's go straight in, shall we?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Now, at this point in the podcast, as regular listeners will know, Matt has a challenge to give us the synopsis of the film, and he's shaking his head like he has no idea how long the film is.
2: (laughs) Every fucking week.
0: Every fucking week. Yes, and he has to give us the synopsis of the film. He has as many seconds as the film has minutes. So, Mr. Matthew, how
2: long was the film? Seven hours and 42
1: minutes. (laughs) 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 I fucking (laughs) wish.
2: Now, Romancing the Stone was one hour and 46 minutes. So you get one minute,
0: 46 seconds to mm-hmm. give us the synopses. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's have the jingle. <laughs> and if you're
2: still ready, go. Joan Wilder is a successful novelist, but unlucky in love. She finishes her book and is taken out to lunch by her editor, but comes back to find her place trashed. Her sister Cors has been kidnapped, so Joan makes her way to Columbia with a map her sister has sent. She gets on the wrong bus, and asking the driver about where they are causes the bus to crash. Zola is also on the bus. He was the one who trashed her apartment, killed a handyman, and set her on the wrong bus. He's after a map which her sister has sent her after, and after the crash. Oh yes, after the crash, she has her at gunpoint, and she is saved by Jack P. Colton, who agrees to escort her to her phone. They end up being chased by Zola, spend a night in a crashed plane full of weed. They make it to a small village where Joan is recognised by Juan, who is a huge fan. They escape Zola in Juan's 4x4. They make it to a town where they get cleaned up, eat, dance and have sexy time. They escape Zola again the next morning in a car they have stolen. The car is unfortunately belonging to one of the kidnappers, Ralph. They make it with the map to the stone in question, but Ralph steals it from them. Good old Zola turns up again. They get the stone back and escape but are separated by a river. Jack promises to show up and help get her sister back. She makes it to the hotel and arranges to meet the kidnappers. She takes a taxi boat and has the map with her. Zola crashes the party and all hell breaks loose. Fortunately Jack shows up and there is a struggle for the stone. Zola ends up with it but but as he holds it a crocodile bites his arm that is holding the stone. Zola is about to kill Joan when he ends up in a crocodile pit and dies. Jack jumps into the water as Joan and her sister await the police and back in America, Joan writes of the adventure and as she's walking home, sees a sailboat with a truck and Jack on it Uh, and she climbs aboard, clocks the crocodile boots, the Jack is sporting the kiss as the boat is driven through the streets of New York. And my (laughs) God, did I stumble over that a lot? (laughs)
0: Whose teeth are you running in from? Anyway, so just remind us, how long was the film? Uh, 1.46. Yeah, so you 1 minute 46 seconds. You did it in, drum roll. 1
2: minute 50.19. If we take out my stumblings... <laughs> yeah, probably about 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, four seconds over. Four seconds I'm over. I'm ashamed of
0: myself. Drink, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> I'll drink too.
2: That's a true friend, you know. Someone that will drink when you've got a forfeit. Yeah. And just
0: to warn you, we're on Corona again. tonight. The drink. And if anybody listened to the last episode we were on, on Corona, I apologise. <laughs> we were a little bit drunky-poos. Were we? Well. <laughs> maybe a little bit.
2: Um, So, yeah, that's that's kind of Romancing the Stone in a nutshell. In a
0: nutshell. Let me <laughs> <laughs> let's pull it to pieces
2: then shall we i just want to say one thing dad before yeah. we start the beginning yes it's it's literally he copied that and pasted it onto the back to the future <laughs> it starts with like tingly yeah, music and exactly. that and then it goes even it, the font yeah it, even the font it just kind of pops up doesn't it and i was yeah, like no exactly what plans. i've got here it's <laughs> basically
0: just a variation of Romancing the Stone is the theme, the main theme of uh, Back to the Future. But uh, we'll get to Mr. Silvestri later. Yeah, we will. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So the story behind this I get uh, is that he wanted to make Back to the Future, shopped it around. The studio were like, no, 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 make some more movies first. And mm-hmm. he said, right, OK. And he went off and made this film. So this is his film in order to prove to the studios he could do a blockbuster. Yeah. And they weren't confident. Yeah. And took him off Cocoon. By all accounts. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. they watched the test screen, he was like, oh, this is gonna bomb."
0: Yeah. Well, this, the script apparently came from a waitress, didn't it? But written in, the, in it was the, a, in a in one the and only film. Yeah. Yeah. And he liked it, didn't he, Michael Douglas? And just tried to sell it, basically, and and, and eventually managed to to get the studio to make it. I mean, it's Michael Douglas in the eighties. Exactly. He's exactly. not gonna. Yeah.
2: But yeah that's that's a weird thing though isn't it because that was quite in your face a Michael Douglas film yeah. before before uh, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah.
0: Yeah exactly the, produced by him. Uh, yeah Diane Thomas was the, was the the script writer and um, she died just yeah. before the about a month before the sequel came out wasn't that's it? That's
2: right. Yeah the car crash
0: or something. Yeah and I think he gave her a car uh, Michael Douglas gave yes. her a car to say thank you. It was really sad. Yeah, really, really sad. Really, really sad. But, uh, yeah, he gave her a present of a car and then uh, she died in
2: either that car uh, or another car. Yeah. Um, so that's really, really sad. Because I think the, like, when I was reading it said this is credited as her only film or something Yes, like that. yeah, yeah. So there we go. Diane
0: Thomas is, is the the writer, and as we said, Michael Douglas uh, liked the script and tried to to, to sell it, which he did, uh, and they they made the film. And there we go.
2: Yeah, it's it's a funny film because some people have accused it of trying to be an Indiana Jones rip off mm-hmm. and stuff. But it was, I mean, it was written before Indiana Jones came out. Exactly.
0: But I mean, you can't really call it Indiana Jones rip off if Indiana Jones is a rip off of, of films from before. Well, Adventures that's it, yeah. so it's...
2: I mean, I suppose there are new no new ideas. Ex- exactly.
0: Homage, I think, is what they say when you copy. An, yes, an homage, <laughs> an homage. <laughs> Going back to uh, Starlight Express, Lord Webber should know all about that. What, ripping people off. I never said that. I never said that. So,
2: yes. <laughs> mm, cheesy. Okay, cheesy. Now, it di- it didn't drag for me. This film. It, th- there were some really, I don't know. There's some bits that just made me laugh because they were a bit bit over the top, you know. But yeah, but we expect that in an eighties film. You do. I mean, for me, it did drag. I thought it
0: was a really, really. Slow film to get
2: so going. You felt all one hour twenty six of it. Oh, for, yeah.
0: Well, forty six of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, forty <laughs> six. Yeah. 46, yeah. Um, but I did like it. That's the that's the thing. I just I'm not sure about the characters. Yeah. Michael Douglas sometimes didn't look like he wanted to be there. I'm not convinced that he's an action hero anyway. Mm. I uh, mean,
2: yeah. When we took the co- I've got a lot to say about his character mm-hmm. as such. But yeah,
0: I, I see what you mean. And I just think I found some of the humour a lot of the humor, all of the humor. I found the humor hit and miss yeah that, that's that's my issue as well
2: do you think it's because it was some of it was reshot it was very Could it's be. a film of like a lot of chopping and changing yep. uh, they were saying that so where they had the plane crash uh, yep. no, sorry, they didn't have the plane crash but they 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 were in the crash plane there was 5 months between filming and yes yeah and he put he on a bit way and,
0: and, and uh, maybe that's it i don't know I, I cannot put my finger on why it doesn't quite work for me
2: i think because we're not given enough into the mythology or why mm. You know, we're straight in with, um, they want this stone or whatever else. But we don't really understand, you know, how they found out about it or, or how these people, how her sister or sister's husband mm. got the map. or yep. So it all this... seems a little bit like, again, a MacGuffin, you know, which is like, oh, this map. So that's what you need. And the map was a piece of piss. Yeah, exactly. It really was. It, was like, oh, it wasn't well... really a
0: quest, was it? There's <laughs> yeah, no. a tree that looks like that. Go down there and it's in there. Yes, yeah, no Temple of Doom, is it? <laughs> <It's>, uh...
2: <laughs> but it was, it was literally... Oh, he's clocked that thing. He's clocked the the weird cactus plant, wasn't it? Was oh, that just a tree that looked like well, a fork? Just a tree, a yeah. tree that looked like a fork. That, but there were some fun moments. Yeah, I, I mean, think I, she's
0: great. I think I think Tony is is great. She is, isn't she? Yeah, really good. One. Yeah. <laughs> Again, underused. Danny DeVito, underused, like majorly underused. because yeah. in my head. He's one of the leads. I mean, he is, obviously, but he's in it all the way through the film. So I'm misrem- maybe I'm muddling up the two films. I'm guessing Jewel of the Nile because, mm. again, I haven't seen that this century
2: either. He is much more, you know, it's a threesome, as it were. <laughs> now, um thing is, I, we'd love to hear from you guys because before we've even finished this, Jewel of the Nile, it was out, I think, the next year. Yes. I think the studio maybe rushed it straight into production yeah. after this actually did quite well. Mm-hmm. So what would you like to hear, folk? Would you like to hear us at some point go and do Jewel of the Nile? Because I've heard it's not as good as the first. Fuck. <laughs> it's got a good song in it, though. Is it, so is that the one with Go and Gets Tough? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it is a strange one because, as you say, there is no... You know, Look at the video cover, it looks like an action adventure and there's a quest, but yeah. there is very little quest element. And it's actually, the action
0: is a bit half-assed as well. It's <laughs> it's just a bit, I mean, sliding down the, the, the mountain when it collapses-ish in, in the, yeah. the rain. Yeah, yeah. It's a good sequence, but then it doesn't really go anywhere. They get to the bridge, good sequence could be, but they swing across on vines mm-hmm. and they always just seem to give up. If they tried to follow across the bridge and the bridge collapsed, that would have been better. Yeah. There's lots of gunfights. Nobody gets killed. I don't want really see anyone get killed, but in a, an adventure thing, even Indiana Jones shoots someone. Well, yeah, yeah. So it's... Uh... You,
2: you get those people falling off bridges going, ah, all the <laughs> way down or something. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Uh, and none of that sort of thing. So it's a bit half-assed. Maybe the budget wasn't there to do that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, there's a few dodgy things as well. When, it, when he swings across on the vine and lands against the rock... The Rock is very squishy.
2: Oh, yes. <laughs> yes,
0: it was. He, yeah,
2: And I thought, why didn't they do something about that?
0: Exactly. Do
2: it again. Do it again, or just, I don't know, as he hits, do cut, a cut there. Yeah, yeah do a cut yeah. there, as opposed yeah. to watching The Rock. <laughs> just, just move. It, it, was yeah. it was like a 1970s or 80s oh, Doctor yeah, Who yeah. set, wasn't it? Yeah.
0: And I also found it incredibly stereotypical. I mean, when she arrives at the the airport in colombia yeah you know you, you've got drunk people fighting you've got drug runners you've got people with animals that are all around the place and again another fuck up i don't know if you noticed as it's panning across it's following her across the the, the airport there's a bunch of people stood on the left
2: and they were doing that they go oh that's really visual for that oh. yeah, and they, yeah waiting for their queue <laughs> Oh right, okay they were sorry <laughs> just for yeah for those at home that can't oh, yeah, see Saren <laughs> Oh, didn't think of that. They were doing that. What's that? Yeah. Anyway, uh, as yeah. the camera pans across, there's a bunch of people
0: on the left <laughs> stood looking at either, you know, first lady or whatever, waiting for their cue to move. <laughs> and they're, they're pretty much in the middle of the shot before they go, okay, right. And then they walk across
2: the screen. So it's. <laughs> Did, so I'm guessing you've done a bit of reading on this. You knew they. Uh, so they didn't film in Colombia? No. Well, they were going to, weren't they? Yeah. And then, and then obviously
0: lots of Americans. American were, Americans were got missing and stuff. Kidnapped. They changed to Mexico. But I tell you
2: what, where well, they did film, stunning. Yeah. Really. I mean, yeah. uh, where they first, we first meet, um, you know, Jack. And, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jack trustworthy. or whatever. <laughs> what does a T stand for? It's one of my questions. <laughs> yeah, right. That's way too easy for one of your questions. <laughs> you know me too well. And also, I suppose what I didn't notice as a as a youngster watching this, if you like, was the fact they're just whacking a whole bunch of weed onto a campfire, yeah. and getting completely mashed out of their faces.
0: Yeah, and uh, their treatment of animals isn't particularly good in this film, for, uh, for for my liking. Well, yeah,
2: I mean Michael Douglas lost a cockatoo, didn't he? Hey, but
0: that snake looked very real when he cut it in half. Uh, I don't know if he actually did. And there's a bit where a chicken gets run over when they're driving along the street, which I wasn't happy about.
2: Was there a little disclaimer at the end? No, there wasn't. Did you actually look for it? to
0: see no animals were harmed in the making it and it wasn't there.
2: So you think they actually... They, well, they might well have killed a snake and run over <laughs> a chicken. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. It's just the way you put it. They might well have killed a snake and Burst, run over a chicken. No need for that.
0: Use a fucking prop. It's the fact that he holds it up and it's still wriggling and it's it's moving too well to be animatronic.
2: I don't know, it was the 80s and, you know, there was some really good animatronics. Oh, let's just fucking kill snakes for a laugh. No, 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 I'm not saying that, I'm saying oh, no, there were Yeah, some I good get, animatronics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They weren't that good, though. Um, Just uh, the uh, story within a story at the beginning, then, that yeah. got a little bit racy for for a... Bit of nipple, bit of boobage. I, 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 I was, honestly, because I'm watching it on Disney Plus. <laughs> I'm watching it on Disney Plus and, yes, they, they do have a back catalogue films that aren't, you know, kid-friendly, but... Mm that was not kid friendly was it on disney plus yes i didn't realize that It's yeah, the no, one I mean, place we forgot to look damn it okay i texted you and told you oh yeah you did
0: oh, that, <laughs> was, that was last weekend though, wasn't it i forgot oh, yeah, yeah I forgot yeah. to say Duh. but yeah um <laughs> yeah
2: disney plus they had it and it's in their um back catalog of right. other films okay so yeah but it was very raunchy at the beginning wasn't yeah, it had to have
0: pointless boobs in the 80s and yeah, i mean Darren... i I'm guessing no, Kathleen I like Turner didn't it... want to show hers, because but... she was holding her arm right across it. But also, never <laughs> ever call boobs pointless.
2: I, I take it back. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> oh, we love the boobs. Uh, anyway, yeah, so uh-huh. that, that, just, that just shocked me at the beginning a little bit.
1: Um, I was yeah. like, oh, I don't remember that. It's good.
2: I like that sequence, though.
0: It reminded me a little bit of um, the start of in Indy 3, uh, with young Indy.
2: Do you know Indy 3, I haven't watched in a long time. We need to do that one at some point. Uh, it's 89, isn't mm. it? So, yeah, we can. Yeah. But, yeah, I like that. I like that opening sequence.
0: Not sure about some other things as well. Going going through the list, her sister and uh, sister, not her sister in law, her sister. Yeah. At one point, when she sat on the boat, and uh, I think it's when she's just arrived at the hotel, when Kathleen Turner's character has just arrived at the hotel, mm. it looks like the sisters sort of smiling and they're in on it together. I'm like, well, uh huh. So yeah, I wasn't sure about the, the motivation of, of of her, but maybe that's just me.
2: Uh, maybe it's s- maybe what well. I think. It yeah, but I think it also suffers from one too many people after this map i mean zola i mean what the hell is that about yeah because you got Zola. It's not really got explained the, at all you got the kidnapper yeah you got zola who's a weird guy that's following her whatever else then it turns out he's police is his, well, military. military yeah
0: yeah something i just didn't get and i think it's, the script is a bit messy in that, in that respect
2: the thing is I'm, I'm not i'm not dumping on it well we're not we're just we're just pulling it apart it's a yeah. film that i was quite looking forward to watching mm-hmm. but I, I did have my trepidations but i'm I don't. Know, I won't hurry
0: back to it. No, I'm in no rush to watch it again. It's all just felt a bit. It's a bit silly in places. The whole thing with the the crocodile stuff at the end, the whole Peter Pan thing. Uh, I was expecting when it was walking across to to, to the sea to be ticking, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, I don't know. It just. It wasn't. It sounds a silly. It sounds a stupid thing to say, but it wasn't quite silly enough to be. Over, over the, the top, top, silly.
2: Yeah, and it wasn't quite, uh, and it was serious uh, enough to... to to be serious. Yeah. So
0: it was t- some sort of weird halfway house, and
2: um, for me, that that's what probably didn't work. I mean, maybe it's a case of, I mean, I don't know. It happens all the time in Hollywood films. Maybe Zemeckis fighting the studio, a studio mm. fighting Zemeckis, and we don't know if. Yeah. You know. Yeah,
0: but I have to say, I just, I think some of the direction let it down. I don't think the music was particularly good. I think as as a whole, it just did not come together. You know, sometimes a score can say things. This didn't. Sometimes direction can be can be a There's a lot of sexy sacks,
2: though, isn't there?
0: Yes, <laughs> we'll
2: talk about and that. We will. Anyway. Yes, we'll get there. I mean, maybe it's just their you know, it's their warm up. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Well, okay. Should we maybe take a little break and then uh, shit yeah. on the car? Co- I mean, talk about the cast? <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs>
0: This month's special Patreon episode is available now.
2: Top five songs of 1986. 1986. They're in spandex. They're big
0: fucking guitar. Oh, superb. It's
1: the final countdown.
2: Living in America, James Brown. Ow! Which is sort of... <laughs> you were singing that when we were <laughs> coming to America. Living in America. <laughs> My number five is this. Ooh. What do you think, man? <laughs> yes, Cutting Crew, and I just died in your arms tonight. God for that, because on my <laughs> list I was really, I was really flogging myself for not putting that in there. It's a good song, though, isn't it? That burning heart, again from a Rocky
0: film. Yes, exactly. And what a tune! Uh, another Manic Monday. Not from a Rocky not film. From a rocky film. But yeah, imagine
2: yeah. he loses. It's just another <laughs> manic. Whoa, whoa, written by Prince. John Farnham, you're oh, the voice. Thank God for that. I've crushed that one off my list as well for not no. printing.
1: Oh.
0: I think she's phenomenal. I love her voice. I love her style. I love her attitude. Uh, it's Alison Moye, and the <laughs> I love it, fucking love it. He's uh, a very good slap bass player. Ringing any bells? No, no, Mark King, no. Okay, the, my number three tune is Lessons in Love from level 42.
2: enjoyed it well i don't care if you enjoyed this or not
0: (laughs) all 80s adventure patreon special episodes are available via subscription from the website patreon.com slash 80s adventure or check out 80sadventure.co.uk for further details
2: and we're back Part two of Darren and Matt's 80s adventure where we are looking at romancing the stone and we are going to look at the cast now. Yeah, just for a change. Yeah. Just for a change. <laughs> so, a wee bit of alternate casting for you, Darren. Yes. According, as I read this earlier, according to uh, Kathleen Turner's uh, memoir, Michael Douglas originally offered the role to Deborah Winger. Yeah, yeah. And they met at a restaurant to discuss it, but she ended up biting him and yeah. didn't get the part. What <laughs> the
0: fuck is all that about? I mean... <laughs> can you imagine that? Sort of uh,
2: meeting about the part, drinking a couple of tequilas. Next thing you know, I yeah. mean, imagine
0: somebody biting you on imagine a night.
2: Imagine someone biting when you <laughs> have a couple <laughs> of tequilas. <trials. laughs> Jessica Lang turned down the part apparently.
0: Okay, I can see that.
2: I can see that. Yeah. That's all I got on that part. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Hoskins apparently turned down the role of Ralph. Yeah. Again, I can see that. There's I can completely of, see yeah, that. Yeah, they're sort you know. of interchangeable, those two, aren't they? The little Bob Hoskins kind of going, hello, right, yeah, 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 I'm here to uh, yeah, escort <laughs> you to this. It's honest about it, innit? <laughs> <laughs> So, and I, I guess I didn't know this, so so you said, yeah, Douglas got all the rights and stuff, mm-hmm. so met, I guess he wasn't looking at starring originally. He didn't want to, did he? He was very reluctant to do it. And so we had Stallone, he turned down the role.
0: <sighs> yeah, I can't see Stallone doing it.
2: I mean, not after the classic we saw last week. <laughs> um, <laughs> And Paul Newman was offered the part, but he felt uh, the violence was too much. Really? Yeah. I don't think there was enough violence in it, personally. But... Yeah, there we are. Okay. So those are the alternate castings that nice. I've managed to dig up Nice. in my nice. very extensive IMDb research. <laughs> Yeah, so it's not a huge cast, is it? No, uh, uh, and I think it's it, it, that. I think is a plus point. I, I'm looking at the cast list, and uh, this. Uh, oh, I'm guessing it's the woman that smacks Danny DeVito is known as Hefty Woman. <laughs> 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 Hefty Woman, oh, uh, drop langostino. <laughs> so Hefty Woman, she she did well. She played a part, yeah, right, yeah,
0: yeah. But oh god, that was. I mean, that was so bad as well. the the, the pretend punching
2: was so awful. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yeah, but right again, not visual. But you guys can't see. We're, we're pretending to punch <laughs> each other here badly.
0: Right? Do you, you want to start with? Uh, let's start at the top, I suppose. Um, Kathleen Turner. Hmm. Very good. I thought yeah. she was great. There's something very sexy about her. Yeah, there is actually. Yeah, I'd have liked to have seen more of a fish out of water. I think because it's sort of half, half there, but not. I mean, it's nice to to have a fe- strong female character lead, yeah, female action hero, if you like. But it's it's neither here nor there. Again, it's just, and I think that's the general problem with this film. She's she's not. You're screaming, uh, Kate Capshaw.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, did she scream? I didn't notice exactly. But she's not that. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but then she's not uh, you know, an ass kicker either. She's somewhere in between. And then, I would have liked to have seen her start where she is and then develop, then become much more of a of a. Of an Arnie, if you like,
2: a bit more of an Oscar girl because, yeah, yeah she's she's very I don't know, um, you know, she she takes heels to Columbia, you know, yeah. and all her shoes are heels. Yeah, so, I mean, you can see that she's in New York, so that's pampered doll. But that's the yeah, that's it. So as you say, progression would have been better. Yeah,
0: but I mean, apart from that, I mean, that's that's character, I say, That that's a fault of the script. Her performance in, in in the film, I think, is very very good. I really liked her.
2: I did, um, and she's our. She's our window in, if you like. Yeah, so we yeah. meet her at first and she, she's, you know, but yeah, I, I, I think as you say, this, maybe, I don't know, maybe the direction, the script falls short a little bit. She doesn't get enough to do yeah, in yeah. that.
0: She doesn't grow. The character doesn't, doesn't develop enough.
2: Well, maybe she does in the sequel. I don't know. I can't remember it.
0: Well, we can only go by this, can't we? Yeah. At the end of the day. But yeah I, I think she's very good what what, what she's given it, um she does very very well she's very sexy she's um very likable as you say it's a, it's it's our, it's our in into the film yeah. and I just don't think she changes enough she doesn't she doesn't show enough balls as it were
2: I quite like the stuff with her and Holland Taylor you know as her editor Yes, so that's yep. one of the things that changed apparently. That's
0: a, very much an afterthought, isn't it? He, the 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 editor produ- uh, publisher was a was a male character. First, yes, he was, yeah. and
2: then but she's brilliant. I mean, mm. I love Holland Taylor anyway, mm. and it was really nice having that. Again, I, I know it sounds really sick, but in the eighties, an example of, you know, a really famous female writer and a, and a female editor. Yeah, actually, you know, a lot of the time it's portrayed as men, so it was really good to see. Yeah. You know, actually, yeah, just them going along this line of the, the men and things like that. Again, I would
0: have liked to have seen that be a bit a bit funnier. It was almost there. Just it's, that's the problem with this film. It's also, almost there. But
2: they they were saying oh to this to that, but they didn't look to this to that. They should yeah. have actually spent yeah. a bit more time making the guys look a bit more. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I yeah. either make it really over-the-top and, and ridiculous so that it, it, it is a comedy, because mm. it's supposed to be a romance comedy, isn't it? It's, it's a, an action romance comedy. Yeah. The comedy action for me... No, oh, the comedy stuff isn't quite comedy enough. No, okay. Anyway, I'll fucking repeat I'm going around a circle.
2: Where do that. we go after we... Have,
0: uh... well, I guess Mr. Douglas, mm. the reluctant hero.
2: The reluctant hero. Mm. I,
0: I just don't get him, I don't think, I... character-wise.
2: <laughs> no, Darren, that's my... I think this is part of my problem with the film, and apologies, Michael Douglas, I think you're a great actor, but in this, I just didn't like him. I don't get what he's supposed to be, I don't get his characterisation, I don't get if he is a baddie, if he is a goodie, well, I don't it. get why he's there in the first place. He, uh, you're meant to believe this love story, but he is blatantly, the way he plays it, he's blatantly fucking her over. Yes. You know, But uh, then uh, he decides to put the map back. He puts the map back. But I still don't I don't buy it, I do not buy it. Uh, it, it's it's a bit too much of a you know turn around at the end when he turns up with a boat. I'm like, oh, didn't think we were going to do that, buddy.
0: I just, yeah, the the, the, the the love story didn't develop enough. No, he was definitely out for his own ends. But then the, the, there should have been this big switcheroo, and there wasn't. Where he had a moment, a moment yeah. of like,
2: like what am it's I like, doing in my life? Actually, She's yes. actually
0: really cool. As we get in something like Pretty Woman, where he finally realizes yep. he does want to be with her, and that's not there. And so showing up at the end in the boat is... Great gesture, but
2: a little too, little too late. <laughs> yeah, I don't buy it.
0: I don't believe it. And, and apparently looking at some of the notes, for, for there was supposed to be a third film, a second yes, sequel. Yes, that's
2: right, with their kids. Uh, and
0: they're married with kids, are supposed to go to time. Where's this relationship suddenly come from? Mm. I do not buy it.
2: No, I don't. And and I don't know if it's the fault, the direction, the writing, whatever else, or the way he played it. But it did, he did not work for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying he couldn't work as an action hero. I think he could. Right. And there were certain parts of the film I was like, yeah, I get you. But it's just that whole, I get that you're not meant to know whether he's, you know, he's a bit of a scoundrel, a bit of Han Solo, a bit Indiana Jones, yeah. but he wasn't. Mm. And, and, you know, Sorry, David I said was... Han Solo. It <laughs> must be Han Solo. <laughs> Han
0: Solo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As Rolf says, when he's when he's taking the map, at least he's honest. Yeah. yeah he's there to to take the map. Where, yeah, it's, just a bit, it's a bit fudgy, mm. I think. Um, yeah. And again, I think that could have been tightened up maybe again. A little nip and a little tuck. A little edit of the script. Just really define that character. Maybe it's because as he
2: was the producer as well, though. Because he Mm. was the producer, maybe it was difficult to kind of, you know, someone like Zemeckis coming into the film, trying to tell the producer what to do on set is is quite difficult, maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe. But at the end of the day, you have to be... Going back to Kathleen Turner, apparently they butted heads, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zemeckis butted heads. Demecker was more worried about. I think she described him more as like a, a grad school filmmaker who wanted to do all these shots and stuff like that, and didn't worry about the turns, uh, and that really compromised her performance. Yeah, I have to say I don't think it shows that much. No, I think her not performance at all. Is very good. Maybe they did the same with Douglas, and um, that compromised his performance. I yeah, don't possibly
2: know, maybe Devito.
0: Yeah, might as well not been there for me. And he gives, I think, hundred and ten percent. He's working his arse off, and isn't what he? he's given is pretty crap. It could
2: be any faceless hood, but also when you think of hood, you don't immediately <laughs> think of Danny DeVito, do you? No, he's got he's he's got comic chops. Use yeah, them exactly,
0: exactly. And, I and he tries. He's I, I'm, trying. I would imagine a lot of stuff that he put in. Apparently, the fall off the off the desk in the the, the police station or whatever. It right, up, yeah. that apparently was his. He put that
2: in. Uh, but just the character is so not developed enough.
0: Yeah, it's it's wasted. Absolutely wasted.
2: And that whole. In the car with Zola, pulling his hat down, oh, no comprende, going to the police station. There's a picture of him in the police station, yeah. and it's like...
0: It's laboured. It's really yes. laboured. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so they're cousins, I believe.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Ralph and Ira. Mm.
2: And Zach, yeah, Zach Normal. I, I think I've seen him a few things, and I think okay. I really like him when he's not playing a baddie. I think he plays yeah. quite a good.
0: Okay. Yeah, I had to. I, I don't think I recognised him. Well, not instantly, anyway. But um, maybe slightly for me. But no, I couldn't say anything else that he was in without checking out his umduba. Umduba. But again, they're just—they're not useless enough to be comedy, and they're not nasty enough to be dangerous.
2: Here's the thing: in Goonies, you had the Fratellis, right? Mm-hmm. And they were very—they were the, the 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 big bad, if you like. But they're also useless. They're also useless. So why not have these guys as the big bad chasing mm. her, whatever else. But then they've chucked Zola in. So it feels like there's too many. Exactly. Too yeah. many people. So either have just Zola, or who just turns up conveniently everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Or just have the kidnappers. It just seems like there's too many people shoved into this I don't mind
0: having, like, uh, if if you've got Zolo as the the, the big bad, but then you've also got these two idiots who are also doing it as well, if they're proper idiots. But they're not Keystone Cops enough idiots, if you like. That's it. To be funny, the light relief baddies, whereas Zolo is the the proper fucking hell, he's dangerous.
2: But also, so... I mean, how did Zolo know about everything that's going on? Exactly. So why didn't they just, I mean, just spitballing it, why didn't they cut it all down? Have Zolo being this guy that, you know, military, whatever else, but have them working for him. Mm -hmm. Maybe they try and do a double cross. That would clean it up no end. Or
0: just have them being completely useless. And I mean, Zolo's men having the the sister in their thing, but they're just, I don't know. I, I, I just... The comedy is not ramped. It's not heightened enough
2: to be funny. Give us an hour. We'll fix this. Yeah. We'll fix we'll this. Give us an hour. It. Let Danny DeVito sort it. Like you say, he's got comedy chops. He, he really it. does. I mean, I, I just love Danny DeVito. Yeah. How can you not? Well, let's look at Zola himself then.
0: Yeah, again, um, someone I've vaguely recognised, but maybe that could be just because of this film. He's good. He is a. He is a. You know, he he has that look of a of a of a bastard buddy.
2: Yeah. I don't know if I've seen. Was it Manuel Oera? Yeah, I don't think I've. Mm, no, I don't know. Don't really no. know him. It, it's good. It's very good. Um, yeah. Sorry if I mispronounced his <laughs> so I don't know. And I, you I've lived in sp- Spain for a while. I know.
0: That's why I say Oera. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked him. I just again halfway. It, it's just not enough for me. Wow. We we started off going.
2: Yeah, it's all right. We've got through I, the podcast. I, go, I think we've
0: been fair. Saying it, it's, it's almost there, but it's not. It's 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 a middle of the road thing for me and. Um, yeah, you're right, we have a time. No, but, but,
2: no, but that, so you've got your supporting characters, you know, we've talked a little bit about uh, Gloria, you yeah. know, Holland Taylor. Uh, there was one uh, who I found charming. Yeah. I who, found him really should charming. should have been
0: so funny. That that flip when he suddenly realised it was her, yeah. I mean, I didn't buy it because it's so silly. But that's fine if it was so over the charm. Wilder? Yeah. <laughs> his cameo should have been like, um, what's his name? Uh, no, don't be stupid.
2: Oh, like Serge, a Serge, yeah, yeah. and he's
0: he's almost there. He, his character is much more, I think, rounded than 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 everyone else in the film.
2: But again, it's just not not there. But maybe also him coming back a bit later. You know, just just to... yeah. Just, yeah. uh, just as a coincidence or something. Maybe, maybe he should final... have ridden
0: through in that final battle with the with the, <laughs> the, the crocodile in little mule or something. Pushed uh, <laughs> oh, no, in little mule with the other guys in the village as well, <laughs> which was stupid, but not stupid enough to be funny. Yeah. Um. But him and all the other guys from the village coming through to save the day would have been. I would have found that very, very satisfying and funny.
2: Yeah, yeah. They should have brought him back. I don't know if he's back in the sequel. Who no knows? idea. But yeah. So um. And as you say, the sister. I think she she was one of the brightest on it as well or something. Did, did Wasn't she surprising. also in The Goonies? Uh, oh. I don't know. Okay. Good.
0: <laughs> yes, she was. Yeah.
2: Yeah, in fact, she's Mrs. Walsh. Yes. Yeah, yes. Mrs.
0: Walsh in t- Goonies. I mean, she's done a lot, hasn't she? She's um lethal. She was in all the lethal weapon films, wasn't she? Yeah. Congo. Death becomes. Yeah, a... I
2: saw. I saw she did a, a small part in um, in Die Hard as well. And, yeah. yeah got the Scrooge. Lethal, she's lethal Weapon films. We haven't touched those
0: yet. Yeah. That's the oh god. That's true. That's true. Well, I think we know what our next action might be. Then. We
2: have got a lot of lethal weapon films yeah. to get through. Oh no! I'm saying that, only one, two in the eighties. Yeah. Um but
0: yeah, she's she's good. I, I, like I said, I wasn't sure about her her motivation. At one point, I thought, are these two working together? Uh, her uh, and Ira, are they working together? Are they, are they in league? Are they trying to just get um, Joan over to Columbia to, to for some other story strand? But mm. no, it it wasn't. It was what it was. It was face value.
2: Okay, and I suppose the, the stealing performance was was the next door neighbour that has picked up the package. <laughs> I loved her. <laughs> yeah, she She's cool, awesome. Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless her. But
1: yeah.
2: yeah, it's, I don't know, it's it's not a bad cast by any means. It's no, just, not at all. I, I don't think it not, is the
0: fault of the cast.
2: They're just not used right.
0: I think it comes down to the script uh, and the making of the film for me.
2: Okay, Darren, I've got it. Yeah. Cut the cut the other cousin. Just have Danny DeVito working for Zola and Danny DeVito being the incompetent henchman. Yeah. And then I'll have to go and solve it myself. And, you know, there we go. There you go. What do you think? I'll pitch that to you. Nice. I'll buy it. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> hey. Hey. And if you know which film that is from, then please email us in because it's one of our previous films. Yeah. All right, should we, uh, anything else on the cast? No, nah. that, that, that's pretty much the cast, isn't it? Right, well, listen, why don't we uh, take a little break, come back, and then we do, we're do. we going to talk about the music and then we're going to challenge each other. Uh, to... Quiz. <laughs> Quiz, because well, it's,
0: it's going to be two all by the end of this one.
2: I, do you know what? I don't doubt it. <laughs>
0: Oh, I don't know. It's the same old thing again. I could whoop your ass, but I couldn't actually answer any questions to get any more points. What about the quiz? <laughs> hey, Sleg.
1: <laughs> What's going on? Are you all right, Daz?
0: I'm so cold. Why are you so cold? I've lost my favourite Def Leppard T-shirt.
2: <laughs> Oh, if only I knew somewhere else to buy another T-shirt. Do you know what, Darren? It's funny you should say that, because we now have 80s Adventure T-shirts. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you've got to do is head over to 80sadventure.com, click shop and see what we have on offer. It's a way of supporting the show and there's also some fun designs with a lovely 80s feel. Uh, 80s Adventure T-shirts? I'm going to go to the shop right now. Bye! Darren, it's an online shop. (laughs) And we're back. Part <laughs> three of Darren and Matt's 80s adventure. So first up, we have the music. Yeah. And if it's the food of love, let's play on. No. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah, thank nice. you. It's a night. Yes.
2: So, mm. Silvestri. Yes. We, we, we adore Yes, absolutely. Stuff. Yeah. What about this film then, Daz? Uh, honestly? Yeah. I think it's fucking horrendous. I expected more. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, and it's it's awful to sit here uh, and have a go. I'm not having a go, but yeah, you know, it's awful to sit here and give a negative review to a composer who has worked hard on putting a score together. Yeah, um, and, and knows his craft. Yada yada yada. But this
2: is poor. It's I mean, really some of poor. it felt quite fitting. Some yeah. of it did feel quite fitting yeah. to me, but it just missed that the mark when it came to the theme, if you like. Yeah. For
0: for me, the opening, you know, the the, the 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 when she's inside the the story, she's writing the mm-hmm. story. I thought that was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. It's this homage to uh, Ennio Morricone and Sergio Leone, the, the spaghetti westerns and the westerns, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, there's a bit of big country in there, and uh, how the west was won, all that sort of, and it's brilliant. It's awesome. And then we get to 1980s Actually, New York.
2: yeah, so you hear bits of that, sorry, in Back to the Future 3 when he does that. Yeah. Da, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's all there. Yeah, it's like,
0: it's yeah. all there. It's, 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 it's brilliant. And then we get to 1980s New York and it becomes this sort of weird, well, some of it is like 70s crappy, fluty, awful disaster crap. And the 80s <laughs> stuff is
2: like shit 80s TV themes. It's, I mean, you've got a lot of slutty sax in there, which is good. Well, yeah. So just for those of you that haven't listened to our Lost Boys episode, which was episode one. Fuck me, was it really? Yeah. A year ago. Geez. Um, And uh, Darren described the saxophone as the slut of all instruments. Oh, yes. So that that oh, yes. has stuck with some of our listeners. <laughs> But it's true,
0: and I mean that. Oh God, that that final bit where the boat is going down the quietest fucking street in New York I've ever seen. I was going to say there's no traffic whatsoever. I just expected tonight on Ali McBeal. <laughs> it's awful. It really got under my skin, and I just thought it was bad.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I can't disagree, Darren. That's the thing. I'm I'm trying to think of positives. But... Yeah. It needed a swooping action theme for when there was yes. action, and yeah. there wasn't that. It's just
0: so lacking. It's it, and it pains me to say it. It's, yeah, because it's, it's Alan Silvestri who gave uh, us also back to the, the fact th- I'm bad mouthing a, a musician, and I hate that a composer because they work the fucking artists off. They're mm. they're talented people,
2: and so it is. So, I mean, Silvestri is up there with one of the most talented. absolutely, absolutely. What I will say though, Darren, is the best thing to come out of this mm-hmm. is those two meeting. Like yes. Sebastian oh, yeah, Zemeckis, yeah, yeah. because without yeah. this, there would be no. Da, da,
0: da. but I mean, in terms of this film, it's not good. I mean, there are good flashes. That's the the, the the adventure stuff in the Colombian jungle. It's what you expect from an eighties movie. But on the whole, there are no themes. I mean, looking into it, that it, it was written as a sort of uh, I don't know what the the phrase is like a holding score mm-hmm. for, for for another composer to come in and do the score. But Zemeckis liked the score, so he kept it. And I don't get why. I, I think it's really lacking. There's, there's nothing there that, that stands out for me. And you know, they, they have Eddie Grant put together a, a, a theme song, and they used like eight bars of it when they go into Juan's place.
2: Right. They yeah. don't
0: use the fucking song, Romancing the. What is. Yeah. Uh I'm very disappointed in the music in this film. I've
2: n- right so in 44 episodes yeah. I've never seen you talk about the music like this. I know and
0: I hate myself for doing it because as I said before I cannot sit here and justify badmouthing a composer but for this it's um I think it's a very very poor score.
2: Yeah, I mean it's uh, hum me a bit of it right now. Exactly. So Yeah. That's it. That okay that really is it. And there's not <laughs> there's no other additional music really in it, is there? No. Well, I think that might be the shortest we've ever spent I on can't the music. I say
0: anything else. And I, say, I hate myself for, for, no, for being mean, that blunt and that, blunt, that horrible. I think my opinion is but, some
2: bits I was like, yeah, okay, some bits work a little, but I would like to have had a theme, you know, something, exactly. something this, that... The, the,
0: the, you know, this should be a, a Joan theme and a Jack theme yeah. and a comedy little theme for Rolf and Ira. Yes. A bad yeah, man yeah. theme for Zolo. I just, mean, you think just,
1: about something like...
2: Uh, it, uh, just what's popped in my head is Willow. Do you remember Willow?
0: Again, not a film I've seen... Oh,
2: well, we have Probably to since do I was a kid, actually. That has to go on the list. But that theme is in my head still. My... <immature singing> Things like that. Stuff just sticks in your head, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: And there's none of that in this.
2: No, and... I, I think a good theme can make or break a film, and I think this yeah. film might have been better off for having a wonderful theme. Yes. Sorry, Alan. We, yeah. Listen, we worship you for Back to the Future. Absolutely, absolutely. And you've done some. He's done some amazing stuff since. Well, Avengers, as I watched the other night. Yes, you did. I was drinking port. That's why. Right there we go. <laughs> All right. Well, shall we wrap up the music and move on to the quiz? Okey, cokey. Eyes down for a full
0: house. <laughs> Right then, as uh, my esteemed colleague just said, it's time for the decrees. And as it stands in this round of 10 episodes, uh, it is 2-1 to Matthew. I'm just
2: enjoying the lead while I've got it. <laughs> you had the lead a lot last time. You pissed it, it away. You pissed it
1: away, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, so there we go. As I say, it's 2-1. I've been an even-numbered episode. I get to ask the first question. Yes, you do. So are you ready? Mm-hmm. Let me put my bins on. Question number one. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like the smile you got on your face.
2: Uh, what is Zolo's rank in the military? I don't know. I will take a guess at sergeant. He is a colonel. I said colonel, but I meant... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> colonel Zolo. Uno Tamio. <sighs> All righty-o, then. Question number uno for you. <laughs> yes <laughs> When she is walking around her apartment in the beginning. Yes. She has a bunch of notes scattered everywhere. Yeah. So she has a note to buy tissue. What is the note to the right of that, please? Note to the
0: right? I can't picture it.
2: Note to the right of it.
0: Um, Because I've got some of them myself as questions. I'm going to say <laughs> order 1859 series catalogue. Incorrect. It ah.
2: is have typewriter clean. Oh, ah, it was that one. Damn it. Okay. Uno to UO thing is, I knew it wasn't out of the realms of possibility. I was like, <laughs> I looked at that bit. I was like, I know Darren yeah. has paused that and he has made notes on that. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. On, on the same sort of subject mm. of her uh, apartment. Yes. What food and drink stuff does she have on her office desk?
2: What food and drink stuff? Yeah. Stuff's. Yeah. On her office desk? Yeah. Um, well, she has a Twinkie. And she has a cup of coffee and a sandwich, and uh, that's it. Okay.
0: Wrong. Two cans of Tab and a box of Chinese takeaway.
2: Do you know what? What? Because uh, I haven't watched it in a week, so um, <laughs> when I first watched it, I thought, oh, Tab's there. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Duo to me-o. All right, then. Right um, what is the hotel called they stay in? Well, there's two hotels, aren't there? Alright, the hotel they, <laughs> they stay in. That they jump out of the Oh, bank, I don't, don't
0: know, the Santa Maria. Correct?
2: No, joking. <laughs>
0: it's the Blanquita. <laughs> the what eater?
2: The Blanquita. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, 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 oh two each. Eo. Put my bins back on. <laughs> okay, no. Question number three. Yeah. In the crashed plane, Jack
2: finds out which band has broken up. Ooh. Oh, I don't know. I remember him saying that, uh, but I, I can't remember. No, I, I I can't tell you. It's the Doobie Brothers. Fuck off. I was about to say Doobie Brothers. Oh, fuck off. You didn't. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you I was about to say that. I oh. should have just said it. Yeah, you should have. But you didn't have. <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously, it was the Doobie Brothers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I thought it was going to sound stupid because I didn't know if they were a band or yeah. what. Yeah, you know, but... well, you don't know the Doobie Brothers. No. Can Do- we rewind that and nope. just ask me the same question again? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Doobie, doobie, oh, doobie. damn it! Damn it! I prom—I do promise you that was. Where Dude, brothers, I'm going to sound stupid if I say that. No, I don't know. I'm just saying it. it's true. Okay. Oh, I tell you. Right. Three, two, to me. By let's the way. go back to our apartment then. Okay. No. Uh, what's groundbreaking piece of equipment? Kitchen equipment? Technologically. Wonderful kitchen equipment is next to her coffee maker. Oh for
0: fuck's sake.
2: Next to this and next to that. <sighs> uh, okay, it's on the side. Uh it it's a wonderful groundbreaking. It it is a it was a very popular piece of kitchen equipment, certainly in the eighties and we don't really use them now. Um, uh, I, um I can't uh Oh, a, a soda stream. It was an electric carving knife. <laughs> of course it was. Right next to her coffee maker was an electric carving knife. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> See, I said I will not be able to answer any fucking questions. I thought you might have clocked that because it was, no, it was right there. I was like, oh my, because we used to, no, did, for... did you have an electric carving yeah, knife? Yeah, of course we did. Course Everyone did. had an electric yeah. carving knife. Yeah. Press but the you... button and two things would come out at the end. Why don't you use it now, though? Because it's not mm-hmm. necessary. No,
0: Anyway, so it's three each. So we go into uh, a tiebreak situation. DB Brothers.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ooh, do I ask that or do I ask that? One or two? Two. What's the, the make of milk in the fridge?
2: It's definitely from a cow. Uh,
0: <laughs> or the brand, I should say. Uh, I don't know.
2: Dairy milk. Queen's Farm. Oh, I had that in my head. I was just about uh. to say it. No,
1: I wasn't about to say it. <laughs> just about to say it All right, apology.
2: I'm going to go with... Yeah. I mean, I've got some really knobby questions. Me too. But I'm going to go with this one. I think you'll get it. Okay. What book does Juan and uh, Michael Douglas, in, when he goes into the house? It was one of hers, clearly.
0: Yeah. Oh, what's it called? Uh, uh, the Man with the Golden Penis. I can't remember. Love's Wicked Kiss. Damn it! It's going to be one of those fucking episodes. Yeah, you know? That's four each now. So we're still in fucking sudden death. Alright, <laughs> just need one person to answer the question correctly. Okay. Juan's truck, the little mule, mm-hmm. is given what name?
2: Little mule? Well, is no, in Spanish. He it, he's got a name. I don't know. Juanita. Uh, Pepe. He calls it Pepe. Pepe the little mule. Oh, yeah. that's nice. Okay. Your turn again. Uh, I'm sure you've clocked this. So... Just, I don't need the zip code, but where does she live? What do you mean, where she live? New York. Yeah, her address. Uh, oh, York. it's just the just the the apartment number three one six. No. Yeah. Four nine five West End Avenue. Who does? She does. But well, that's not the number that's on her apartment door. Oh no, but it's in her. The, you said the apartment. Oh, sorry, I meant the, yeah, where she lives. It's a four nine five oh, okay. West End Avenue. I thought you cl- West End. I thought you were appalled no, that.
0: No, I, well, I got the apartment number. That's that's what I looked at. Five each Fuck's sake Okay Fucking
2: hell Okay folks If we're still here in 20 minutes Just, just switch <laughs> off It's never ending do
0: apologise no, I'm going to ask a country one Do
2: it The phone box that Zolo calls from What's the number? Telephone number? Yeah Really? Yeah Fucking hell that is <laughs> Do you have like Do you put them in categories When you <laughs> write them out? Like, I just want to fucking get this done So I can eat fucking kebab Well then ask an easy one Well no because I don't want you to win <laughs> Do I? Uh Three one two five 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 eight seven,
0: five 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 four five six. Fuck off! <laughs> it's always going to be five five
2: five, isn't it? Oh, nice. Okay. All right. Let's see, hmm. Okay. When so on her apartment wall, she won an award, the writer of the year yeah. by by who? So, w- w- which body gave her the writer of the year award? Warden Brooks. There we go. Woohoo!
0: Yeah, that was. Right.
2: I, I knew you'd get that. Yeah,
0: I did have that written down. But I didn't look as you saw my eyes. No, were no, there. of course. My eyes no. is, 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 is
2: over there. Okay, any we didn't have?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. What's the name of a uh, Joan's cat? Uh, I don't know. Mr. Ah, I thought you'd get that. Hanky. It's another Shakespeare. Romeo, Romeo, wherefore? Oh, of they course one? it yeah. is.
2: Yeah, sorry. It's been a week. That's what I'm saying. It's not fresh in <laughs> my mind.
0: Uh, what's the name of uh, the hero in her books? Um, Jesse. Jesse. Uh, Zolo describes himself as, with self proclaimed title.
2: Bounty hunter, <laughs> minister of antiquities, of course, right. I've got um, so you can go quicker than the tongue of a snake or slower than losses in which month? February, January, January. The Rolling Stone that Jack picks up who was on the cover? Uh, oh, I don't know, actually, Elvis Costello. Oh, uh, uh, okay. What did the, the, the villain at the beginning, what were his crimes against the, the, the lady?
0: Oh, I can't remember. I didn't look at those actually. So he killed the father, raped the uh, murdered sister, sister, sister burned yeah. the ranch, and shot the dog and stole <laughs>
2: her Bible.
0: Uh, what's the name of Jack's boat? Angelina. Angelina. And what hotel room do they stay in? At the whatever it's called, the Blancali Lulu. Four. Seven. You got any more? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what popular soft drink is advertised in the village? Uh it's gotta be Pepsi. It is Pepsi. <laughs> of course it's fucking Pepsi. Uh what sort of snake does he kill on the plane?
2: Oh how am I meant to know that? He says it. Does he? Yeah, it's a bushmaster. That, that 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 sounds like a, a pube trimmer. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or an expert at uh <laughs> oh, leave that. <laughs> I am the Bushmaster. Buy the Bushmaster 4000 from <laughs> QVC. <laughs> New from Ronco. Oh, may your bush never be hairy again. Okay. I liked it uh, so much I bought the company. <laughs>
0: uh, what does El Tanador del Diablo mean?
2: Uh, fork? No, Tongue of the Devil? The Devil's Fork. Uh, I, I, I was just trying to translate it in my head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The the note in the apartment, uh, what does she have to do to a typewriter?
2: Yeah, clean it. What research does she have to do,
0: uh, uh, or or what guns does she have to research? I couldn't make it out. Winchester Rifles.
2: Okay, that's a note for Disney+. Plus. You need to upload the the HD version. Yeah, for God's sake. I couldn't make it out, I promise you. Maybe I need glasses. Uh, On the poster in the apartment, she's awarded
0: best-selling author for what novel? Bushmaster Returns. (laughs) (laughs) Passion's Lonely Lie. What's the name of her brother-in-law? Frank, Eduardo, same. A uh, few that you probably would have got. What's the name of a publisher? I've forgotten now. Gloria, Gloria. Yeah. What's the name of the, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the neighbour? The elderly neighbour.
2: Oh, I don't know. what the fit one? Um...
0: <laughs> Hell yeah! I don't know, Mrs. Irwin. <laughs> uh, what apartment does she live in? Three one six. And my final question: What time is it when she wakes up with a bit of a hangover, and she should have met a publisher?
2: Uh, Nine ish, ten past twelve. Is it really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, that was the quiz that ended. So you caught yeah. up. We're we're equal. Two even, each. even, <laughs> equal, even. Even Steven says, "Fucks." I should say, do join Bushmaster." <laughs> Bushmaster for flouting. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. So I suppose uh... last orders. Last orders at the bar, please. Last orders at the bar.
0: I have to confess I'm a little bit drunk now. Go for it then so, Yeah. I'm drunk probably for a few few uh, hours. <laughs> so go on then. Should yeah. turn the sum up first. Okay, I'll some um I liked it. It was really good in places, it was really bad in others. Things were underdeveloped, things could have been a lot better. Things were neither here nor there for me. Mm-hmm. Uh it's it's very middling. It's it's so much could have been very, very easily sorted out with a little bit more thought, maybe a little bit more budget. So it's 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 very sort of down the middle for me. So I am going to go straight down the middle and give it a five.
2: Okay, I think I think you're right. I, when I first watched it, I mean, my opinion was it was probably about, about seven, no, no, six and a half, maybe. Because I I remember loving this when mm-hmm. I was younger. You do see faults as it gets older, yeah, of course. The sc- I sorry, Alan, uh, score does let it down a lot. I still had an okay time watching it though. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm it's not definitely a hard... not a mannequin. I prefer mannequin. <laughs> um, but again, I'm not in a hurry to watch it yeah. again. I, uh, if you want us to, the folks, then please let us know, and we will review the sequel. Well, I think we should see if it gets any better. I don't think it will. But um... I, I, guess, I guess the fact <laughs> there's not a second sequel means that yeah, then it didn't get better. But I uh, yeah, Daz, I think I will. Uh, I'll go with you on this. I think we need to yeah, five each. That's ten right down the middle. Straight down the middle. Straight down oh, yeah. the middle. Yeah. There we go. Ten out of twenty. Yeah, that's,
0: that's not i the thing is, it's not a bad film, but it's not a great film,
2: and this I think that's a fair mark. I think so. A few things, folks. Are we right? Are we wrong? Do you have a Bushmaster? Do you use it regularly? <laughs> Are you a Bushmaster? <laughs> <laughs> so let us know if you're a Bushmaster or you use a Bushmaster. <laughs>
0: That's now our copyright, by the
1: way. It is,
2: yeah. (laughs) Is it you or me that's going to Google right after to see if there's actually something called the Bushmaster? I am
0: not going to Google Bushmaster. Yeah, you are.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, folks, are we right? Are we wrong? Uh, is this a classic film? Is it absolutely terrible? Are we getting the score wrong? Write in, please, and let us know. So you can contact us: facebook.com forward slash eighties adventure. <laughs> it's always fucking eighties adventure. Yes, yeah, eighties adventure, wherever you go. So yeah, please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Um, and a
0: big shout out to Rich, who's been in touch this week. Uh, he's been enjoying the episodes. And, and a big shout out to Mark. Actually, he's been uh, sharing our stuff. Yeah, constantly yeah. for the last week It's brilliant. Thank you very much.
2: But if you if you do want to keep more exclusive content as well then please look at our patreon page patreon.com forward slash 80s adventure yeah subscribe
0: you get lots of extra episode what you get an extra episode each month you get lots of other things as well and
2: and and every other extra episode so when we go Mm. nearly a year you get like nearly a year's worth of extra
0: content as well exactly it's still there for our patreon subscribers yes it It costs you a little bit of money no more than the cost of a couple of cups of coffee
2: pretty much Yeah. yeah okay so Next Anything. week? Next week, Oh, yes. I'm excited about this. I'm excited. Well, you don't know what it is, Darren. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, shh. Just keep the pretense. All right, the tagline for next week, there's a few, but I'm going to go with be afraid. Mm. Be very afraid. Tagline for next week. That's the tagline. I mean, there's a there's a few more, so. What could that be? I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, there's another one saying, help me, please help me. <laughs> Something went wrong in the lab today, very wrong. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to if you don't want to google it uh, which is yeah we, we do not want you to please check out our facebook page mm-hmm, on wednesday mm-hmm, when the trailer mm-hmm. will drop uh, <sighs> so anything else Daz? no until next week then i've been matt and i am darren cheersy yeah. yes 80s adventure wherever you go 80s adventure at no, po-
1: podcast at 80 <laughs> <80's> com. <Adventure.com. laughs>